0: Hey everybody, this is Andrew, this is Jack, this is Ryan, and this is Ron, and this is another exciting episode of the only podcast that matters. Welcome back, Ron, it's been a while. Yes, yeah. thank you, thank you very much. I'm, Hi, Ron. I'm glad to we be We found here. him. It's good to be back.
1: <laughs> He's been globetrotting too much, we need to pull him back to the States.
0: Yeah, globetrotting in my room. <laughs> that, <laughs> Wait, sounds <all>. kinda <laughs> that sounds kind of personal. sounds sad. <laughs> yes. Forever alone. Don't come yeah. in, I'm globetrotting. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they call it these
1: days? Yeah. Yuck, yuck, the yuck, yuck. It. Yeah. All the kids are doing it. What the hell yeah, are you guys are that watching? That globetrotting,
2: it's, it's code <laughs> okay. for I don't know what.
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, today uh, we're going to be doing Job Cast. We're going to be talking about our uh, current jobs, our experiences.
1: Our current experiences, since we've already done Job Cast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two. Um, <laughs> Have a, uh, yeah, this, this would be, be three, wouldn't it? Be this would
3: be the third job cast, but this is like the fourth episode about jobs. Well, we, we always right. last year. Or something. Yeah, we
1: yeah. always wind up bitching about our current situations. Yeah, my which have all changed. Well, not all of us, but one major change. Ryan, hi. What's <laughs> happened? Oh, I'm just living the fired life. <laughs> <Good>
2: <laughs> <matter>. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, picks up, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Clean That's, out your desk. Shut up! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah I got fired for the first time in my life uh back in July and it was pretty awesome it was <laughs> honestly it was it was one of the best days of my life. that's because you hated your job at that point oh, yeah, and it was a Saturday morning, and the sun was shining, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. <laughs> I went out to my car and I was like, Oh ah! <laughs> It was it was great. I had a jelly donut that I had gotten for breakfast that was still waiting for me.
0: This, is, was... this is kind of like what part, you just reminded yeah, me. Yeah, like of it, this trip. is the best
2: possible way to get fired from your job. <laughs> like the setup
0: was just beautiful <laughs> for
3: you, it. Yo, and I'm going to get fired today.
2: Yeah. This the only the thing would
0: we'll 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 we'll
3: made it
1: better is if you had to have sex to get fired.
0: Well, I mean, well, that came was... later. <laughs> yeah. It's like that Sympathy scene sex. from uh, After <laughs> Job Sex. Yes, <laughs> it's like that scene from Euro Trip. What happened to you? I got robbed. It was awesome. It was awesome.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got
1: fired.
0: It was awesome.
3: Yeah, you sent out a mass text message to everybody. Gentlemen, the inevitable has happened. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) As of this morning, I'm terminated.
2: Yeah. Because I wasn't going to quit without having something lined up, so basically I just you stuck a, it out. Just... You should have
0: had a picture with you in graffiti everywhere, wearing like one of those uh, sombreros, smiling. Well, yeah, I mean, funnily enough, when they when they fire you, funnily they enough. yeah, <laughs> channeling Chris right
2: yeah. now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they escorted me out to, out of the building Which all is the great. way, Ryan, all the way out to my five car,
1: and a half foot fucking Ryan. Yeah, gets I don't know. We, we so kind of as... know Ryan; he
3: could be a little volatile. Like no,
1: I'm gonna, like no. I'm going to burn this I, place as much the... as Ryan bitches and right. groans about everything, I could never see him coming out throwing shit around, oh, no, there breaking shit. I mean,
2: uh, they do that so as to not have an incident. I'm yeah. assuming, so but they like all it. the way out to my car. They they like, really not like, even just the out door. the door yeah. wasn't enough. Like, see you later. It was like we're gonna walk you out. Make sure you get in your car. And Make leave, sure you, you get in your car rich. and leave. Yeah,
3: you unproductive <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, that's... who walked you out? Do you have security there, or is it just no? Like it was just, just random people. Yeah,
2: yeah, but like your manager walked you out. Yeah. Yeah, they're like that's our... fucking retarded. Yeah, they escort you out. And I, him? I expected when it was going to happen that I was going to get fired at the end of the day, and they were going to make me work the fucking shift, <laughs> and then fire me when I was going home. Right. But as soon as I walked in the Which morning, to me. they pulled me right into the office, and they're like, "You're gone," <laughs> and then walked me out. <laughs> were Could they, they, have done were like...
3: they cruel about it?
0: Were they like you're no. a
2: dickhead? And no, no, they... you're a disappointment to the company. And... No, it was it was two two of my
0: bosses. One of them is younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't they? And... Couldn't they just like tell you you were fired like over the phone instead of having you come in I think in, that's more insulting under- than Well,
2: I mean <laughs> Oh, no, no. They, they they have to do that in person. Oh, I'm they assuming. do? Yeah, yeah, I would
1: say they would have to, no matter what the job is, they would have to do it in person, fire you. Right. I've had to fire uh, seriously, people. Seriously, that's a scumbag they to move. They fire you through email. What if well, you can't no, get no, the email? I mean,
0: I mean like a, a phone call where they actually tell you, because the reason why I'm saying is because what if you live very far away, say an hour away? For me, like right well, now- you did, right? Ryan, Ryan you did.
2: Yeah, it, it, I basically lived an hour away from the store I was currently working in. Yeah. I drove in there for them to fire me and so, then have to drive back home.
0: So it's what, 40, 50 miles, something like that? Uh, about, yeah. It took me so, almost an hour to get there from okay, so, my house. Yeah. So let's just say 40 miles there, 40 miles. That's 80 miles. Say so you get 20 miles per gallon. Right. Wow. That's four gallons of gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's $12. <laughs> Ron's yeah. breaking this shit. So you down. fired me, and you
2: cost me twelve dollars. <laughs> you fucking. They, they I should burn this yeah. place to the ground <laughs> and
0: piss on the ashes. They should have yeah. at least given you like a gift certificate to 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 a gas yeah, station so you yeah. go home. Yeah. <laughs> here's a gift certificate to Applebee's. Here's twenty
1: bucks right. at the local Sunoco to pay for your ride up here. Right. <laughs> Basically,
0: they they uh they neglected to pay you for one hour. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway. Uh,
2: but yeah, that's it it's fine because uh, there You were at no your way. wit's end. You were miserable. You came home one so day and you were miserable. practically in
3: tears, just like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do and we just drove around and you just vented.
2: Like I I, I had hated jobs before and this, this was a new level of of disgust. because uh, they micromanaged well, the shit out of you. Right. I mean <laughs> I can, what, what we, not, we'll get to my story in a little bit, but go ahead. Hmm.
0: Yeah, what were some examples? Like, 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 do you have any specific examples? Well, of what I mean, you've... it's
2: I, I was in sales with with this particular company, and basically over the uh, roughly two years I was working for them, they found more and more things to not pay us for, and at the same time made the sales goals harder and harder and harder. To and, Attain, yeah, to attain, and sales reps that were much much better than me were quitting or getting fired because of the pressure that they were putting on us. So people that were making these are people that yeah, two 80. three times as much money as I was making. were not you
1: saying they were making like close to like eighty grand a year? Yeah, in some like the, the top
2: reps, top reps were making like 70, 80 grand a year. <gasps> s- wow, selling yeah electronics,
1: mm-hmm. not cars and, or anything like that. This is a no. small electronic devices. Yeah. yeah,
2: right. But I mean, over time they just put more and more pressure on us and made things more and more difficult, and I I couldn't handle it. So yeah, that was that was that. It took a long time. I mean, it, it took a long time for because
1: you loved it at first because this was the most money you ever made.
2: Oh, by far, yeah. The money, the money was great, I mean, especially in the beginning. But then it it got to the point where it was like, sell this, not that. When mm-hmm. everybody wants this, mm-hmm. and it, it just got to be ridiculous. So I couldn't do it anymore, and
3: you were in a no win situation. I was in
2: a no win situation, and I I was physically sick to my stomach <laughs> every single day thinking about going to work, and I would be pissed off by the time I got there with a full blown headache. And then by the end of the day, I just, I didn't want to talk to anyone.
3: Yeah, you were very quiet, even in the right. mornings when I would see you before I went to work or I've had a day off, or you just were yeah. very quiet. You and ever, it was just you do you ever do you Like, ever, you were fun to hang out with outside like of work, but like outside of it.
2: Before you go to work? Sometimes, yeah. There were there were times where I was literally ready to throw up.
3: Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the floor and I at work? Was, no, 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 no. No, before just, work. I've just done, even I've before
2: work, that. because I hated thinking about it so much yeah. that by the time so I drove stressed. to work- I would already have a headache, mm-hmm. and it would just get worse as the day went on.
1: There, there were times before I went to work where, like, I literally I was throwing up
2: because wow. I just didn't
1: I didn't want to go to work. Right. And this is the job I have now, the job I still have. Mm-hmm. I really? Mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was days yeah. that I was so stressed out, and this was, mm-hmm. i say at least a year ago. I was so stressed out because, similar what Ryan, not so much the micromanaging, but, like, the pressure they put on you to perform, to, to be up to par, if not beyond par, it's no longer there is to no hit more hit your numbers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, essentially that like I would wake up in the morning, I, normally I'd normally I take a shower in the morning before I go to work, which is kind of weird, but I take a shower before I go to work and I'd be throwing up in the shower. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like straight up throwing up. I remember you telling me about that. There'd be nothing. Yeah. It'd be mucus or just just gagging and in the shower because I'm just that stressed. Right. Eventually I just got over it. There were a few changes at the job that helped me get over it and um but yeah, I, I just kind of just said, fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to do my job. Gonna go work, do my job, just deal with it. And, and again, I'm not in Ryan's situation where they were fucking like every other week. They're like, but no, you, you have had to do this. particular
3: things that you had to accomplish oh, yeah. in oh, a definitely. day. Right, there. Are a week.
1: no. I do. As much as I'm not in sales like Ryan was, so I don't have like, you have to sell this and you have to do. But you're helping
3: numbers. people and you have to hit a certain number oh, of definitely. things to I, get and your I, I can't
1: screw up. I only have so much that I could screw up before they fire me or something like that. So I, I
3: still had numbers in that sense. Um, now, Andrew, so. were you in any any danger of losing your job in the in any time in the past couple of years like, actually, since you started this job?
1: Yes. Um, there's actually a joke between me and my manager where I'm going to take the month of August off next year. Because <laughs> it seems like the last... When I started, the year after that, and the current year, the uh, month of August is just my worst month for everything. Like, I do... My work is good, but, like, somehow... Because with my job, uh, people will come back for warranties and say, like, oh, he didn't do this, or this is happening, or this, that, and the other thing. August seems to be my worst month. Like, everybody comes back with something wrong that Andrew did during August for the last three years. Some of it's actually, like, at least 75% of it is stupid fucking shit, and they get rid of it. Right. But it... It's because the customer called the number for the warrant.
3: They have to address it. They have, they have to have address, address it, it, and
1: it still goes on my no record. No
3: matter how stupid it no is. No matter how dumb it is. Because right. the customer always right is still a thing today.
2: You know what? Whoever created that slogan... Never worked. If I what could ever meet them, I would slit their throat where they stood. They're probably Chelsea dead. The customer is almost well, never right, as a matter oh, of fact. Oh, yeah. Ninety-five percent of the time, they're fucking wrong. Let me go. And in- they want what they want, and they're demanding. And I, I, I hate customers. The- <laughs> I, I will never be happy in a job where I have to deal with customers in any capacity. Hey, look at
1: Ron; he's just grinning over here because he has to deal with that shit ever, yeah,
2: ever again.
0: <laughs>
3: well, before we get to Ron's job, I'm just like, thank God. My company in the past year has done a sort of program. Where we have to kiss customers' ass. Oh, just it's now. It's the name. I can't name the name because it goes with the company, but. But I've it's heard the name much, and it's fucking gay. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a culture that we want to create. A amongst, culture! A, another fucking horrible another, another name that my company, yeah. There's
2: no such thing as a culture in a fucking anyway. retail store. This You're just a retail store. My, I
1: get this shit, too. I get emails and everything. We have we have our own tip tiny thing at my company, and I'll explain that off mic, because hmm. it's my company, and whoever listens that may be working with me will know exactly who I work for. I'm just going to
3: call it an atmosphere. They want to make it this pleasant atmosphere where everybody gets along. I got a question. And everybody... Before,
1: before you go a little further, has your company created your own social network yet?
3: Mine, Not yet, but they Mine have... Has. Actually, no. We have something uh, amongst like head managers and store managers. No, like, like literally like, like on the internet, like a profile like for a... your for like that com- that uh, other corporate entities can take a look at. Actually, oh, no, I, no, no. I, yeah, channels. I think it's called LinkedIn. No, 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 no. That's no, separ- no we... it's it's a it's like a Facebook page, but
0: it's your own company profile mm-hmm. that they could like corporate can look at or anybody mu- in other stores can look at. What is it like Walmart face or Target face? Essentially, or, yeah, pretty or, much. You know. Uh, Pep Boy's face. Pretty much. Pep Boy's face. Or, or, yeah. or uh, Pep Boy's book. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Cool. You have to
3: describe yourself, what you did, your education background. Pretty much it, a small resume. And you mm. have to update through this your your month or quarterly reviews and your quarterly. You, like, have, you have to do that Damn, baby. I
1: have, I have, you have change
3: to that oil like a motherfucker. No, <laughs> I have <laughs> to grade myself every quarter. Wait, what? I, I have to give myself my own review every quarter. And I have to do a bi weekly report on my work center and then a, mo- a quarterly summary of my work center and a quarterly report, and I have to grade myself, that overall affects my yearly review.
2: Can't you just say fucking awesome <laughs> in your review this <laughs> time? I'm so awesome.
3: <laughs> Those would be two Super words. I'm fucking store. awesome. I put dynamite. <laughs> Was <laughs> <laughs> did you really yeah. dynamite? I had to put dynamite. Uh, and
0: did, did you hyphenate it you be like dynamite? Well, dynamite. Yeah, right. yeah. Dynamite.
3: Dynamite. <laughs> and somebody who I no, worked Black recently dynamite. said, you know, I don't Black think I dynamite. did that well this quarter. I think I'm going to give myself a... I'm Like, don't give yourself a terrible grade. That means they're going to they're going to make it even worse. You always give yourself a better score. If they you say gotta... you're
0: bad, you say you're fucking excellent. And just, they put can't a... yeah. no, just put a dispute. just put a picture of Randy Savage and be like, oh yeah. 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 if you yeah. put
2: down good, they're going to put fair. And if you put bad, they're going to put worse. Exactly. So, they're absolutely. Gonna, they're going to be like, but <laughs> <"No category-ish laughs> sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Sucktastic. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Amongst... That <laughs> has all- been your
3: word today. Yeah, that's the second time you've used that word today. <laughs> one, one typed and one verbally. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this culture that we want to create with people, with customers, we want to... Essentially, it's kissing their ass and giving them what they want. Now, here's the thing. With price changes, they allow you to empower, use empowerment, another... Uh, wait, what? Instead
2: of just saying no, yeah, what you should say? No, wait, 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 they want wait. no, they no,
3: they don't want you to say no. They want you to say yes. They want you to change. Like, here's the thing: if like somebody argues situation, you, you, you
2: can't the... say no. no
1: if no, no, anybody no, no. says, it eliminates I options. understand where Jack's going with this. I don't even work for this company. I can see exactly where Jack's. If Trans- something up, is two dollars no and somebody no, says it's a dollar, you can just change it.
3: I could just change the price, because there's times where I just changed prices years before this fucking thing came into place, or I just didn't want to deal with it. It's like, they're saying it's five ninety nine and it's coming up eight ninety nine. dollars Just change it. I don't care. It's three fucking dollars. I'm not going to hold you up on the phone and hold up lines to fucking have people fight over $3. Right. But now they essentially want you to kiss their ass, because if they argue, then it turns around. Here's an example. Somebody wanted a bike for Christmas this past year. It was, uh, I think the bi- price was $175. They saw it in an ad the week before for 125, dollars and they couldn't get in because we didn't have it in stock, or they weren't able to get it, whatever. They didn't the get a rain was. check. They didn't get a rain check for it. So, like, but I have the ad from last week, and you know, it's not very fair, fair. I can go to another store and get it. And they, the my manager, one store. of the store managers said, "Well, what could we do for you?" And essentially, they just gave them the thing for fifty dollars less. They just because they said I want to go to another store, and then they backpedal like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. We'll, we'll do it, and we'll give you 10% off more because of the inconvenience. That's This ridiculous. whole what culture... They wait, want wait, us.
0: what inconvenience?
3: Of arguing. Like, they said, no, I'm sorry, we can't honor the price from last week. Well, then I'm going to go somewhere else. Oh, hold on a minute, hold on. I'll give you $50 off plus 10 extra percent because of the inconvenience of you having to come out here a week later and this little argument or something stupid. They want us That's to also... That's not They want us to, like, in no. this situation with sell with selling, we don't actually make commission off any sales because it's a retail store obviously so what they want us to do now is they're calling it complete the package complete the sale if somebody wants a crib and they get the crib what else are they going to want with it they're going to want this we have to suggest everything it's like what you were doing right like getting any kind of attachment with only it. i was getting paid for that yes, you were only getting paid for it to complete the deal sweeten the pot and start right. the whole transaction on the floor to completion at the register. They want you to have somebody to walk it out. They won't, like it's a whole customer service thing, but it just seems so out of control where it's like if somebody asked me at the front if I where toothpaste is, they wouldn't want me to walk from my workstation to the aisle with the person and show them where the toothpaste is, but not just do that. But talk to them. What kind of toothpaste do you need? What do you want, What are you gonna do, like? What are you gonna do with your toothpaste? Are you, are you gonna me? shove it up your ass? Or are you gonna brush your so teeth you, with you it?
2: You can't just say. You can't just point and say. I In do the it. aisle where that big fucking sign that says toothpaste <laughs> yeah. is, and that you can see from a hundred yards away. That's what I do.
3: I don't walk with anybody. I'm like, I can't. I can't leave my work center. But people on the floor are like, Oh yeah, let me show you. Come with me. Fuck that. Open your fucking eyes. I know. Where do you think batteries are? Especially where batteries you know, are an electronic item, they're at every register, they're at every station across the store. Where do you fucking think batteries are? They're in the fucking electronic section.
2: Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jack's a little heated. <laughs> yeah. oh,
3: I, I don't understand. They want us to like take the person by the hand and walk them and have them and shop with them and get their life story. Oh, you're buying a stroller. Did you just have a baby? Uh, uh, who had a baby? Like. W- do you need Did I get with... you pregnant? Yeah. Right. Is it my kid that yeah, I don't you have know to, You have to connect. Yeah, you have to like in the it... pot and talk to them and yeah. like have this whole big selling thing. And it's like one thing to help a person, but I'm not going to hold your fucking hand to do your shopping for
2: you. I'm sorry. No. You go shopping. and yeah, people you're an are... adult. You have eyes and feet. Walk and look at fucking signs People are...
3: I have found more recently, and I'm talking recently over the past three years since I've been in this management position, people just are brain dead when they shop. They-
1: Turn their fucking. People are brain dead in general. They turn the lights off when they go shopping, and let me let me interject here because I've noticed something within the last year and a half of doing my job. Now, again, I don't work in a retail store, but I do deal with customers just as much as Jack does. In, In fact, even on a more personal level, because I work on their vehicle directly at their home, and these people are nastier. That I've ever dealt with. I, I, granted, there are some really, really nice people out there. And I've met a few of them and they're excellent. I laugh with them while I'm doing the job. They're jokesters. They know my job. They understand oh, yeah, that There's I'm... some
3: people that you can get along with and mm-hmm. laugh about. Yeah,
1: and they understand like, oh, uh, it's my fault. Something happened to my car. I get it. You're here to fix it. And they, they understand your plight. So they, they know that... You've got more jobs to do during the day. You, they're not the only job you have to work on. They may have... I've actually I've met people who... Because, again, I work on cars. Who have these expensive, like, $100,000 Land Rovers and everything like that. And they're the most jovial people you'd meet. And then you get these dickheads. Who have a fucking 92 Honda Civic. Who think they're driving around a goddamn Maserati. Where if you fucking scratch their already dented, rusted, shit-on, bird-capturing fucking hood... That they're going to sue the
3: company. There because a... they're look, because they're driving that and they want a quick fix.
1: Oh, we've had right. to, our, my company, not because of me or anyone in my market, but my company has had to buy people cars because of damage that they said we Full did. cars. Full actual... on new
0: vehicles. How can a scratch make you have to buy them a new car? How
3: does that prevent you from driving
2: your already piece of shit car? That doesn't really make any sense at all. And what I don't understand about companies as large as yours, Andrew, or yours, Jack, or the one that I worked for, why they give a fuck if one customer leaves their company when they know that 10 more are going to show up tomorrow because to they, take their place? And here's the thing. They why never, they the never
3: leave. They never leave. I'll never shop here you know, again. People and threaten they go right to, to the not and, and they go shopping. Right? Or they'll be back they the next day. They threaten to
2: leave and they don't. And even if the ones who do leave... There's always going to be someone to take their place. Always. Why do you actually pretend to care about the customer? Because you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't.
1: Like with maybe with Jack's company, with Ryan's company, your competitors are normally big companies. Whereas like, there's Similar, literally like, the industry, an inbred, yeah. not so much a hatred, but I know, Ryan, when you were in your company, um, I have the opposing company service, mm-hmm. and you would actually not talk bad about them, but you would talk negatively about them, oh, all depending, the time. Uh, depending <laughs> on what <it laughs> All <is>. the
2: time. <laughs> and
1: I believe that it wasn't just you not liking the company I had, but because it was also kind of instilled in the training that you received from the company you worked for.
2: Right. Whereas I mean, everyone's company, like, oh, we're the best. We're the best. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with Mons my company. My prior
3: shopping experiences. Like, my store's actually clean.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. with my company, even though we're one of the biggest and one of the most recognizable names in our field, we know all the little companies because most of the guys that work for my company came from those little companies. So it's like the customer, oh, I'll never come back again. So we can turn around and go, really? You're going to go to Bob? I know Bob. He, You know, we go out drinking every Friday. I know what he does. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's this thing like, okay, fine, fuck it, go to the next company. We don't give a shit. Right. Go ahead. At least within our local level. Of course, the national and the international, because we are that big, they're like, oh, don't do that. We want to be the most recognizable. Fuck that. Right. I know Bob. I fucking worked with him the other day. He helped me put this in.
2: Aren't mm-hmm. you know, right.
1: are, are we supposed to hate each other? No. No. Why am I going to hate this man? He needs to make a living, too.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I don't hate
3: people who work for the rival, comp- the top competition.
2: Yeah, like I, I was never like that either. I mean, obviously, there were companies that rivaled mine, but it, it didn't matter. But, I mean, th- those companies obviously were losing customers for reasons. Oh, of course. And, you know, if one doing. if one customer got so mad at my company that they threatened to leave, Go ahead. It, every single day, 10 more were coming to fill their shoes. So it di- it didn't matter. Yeah. So if someone says, I'm leaving, I'm going to this company, I'm like, okay, bye-bye. See there's, you later. A cycle. I don't give a shit. <laughs>
3: but they'll always come back. That's the thing. They right. always and come back. Right, and then
2: they'll go there and realize how shitty it is, and then they come back. Yeah. Or even sooner And they're like, that. oh, man, I was so stupid to do that. Or
1: they never leave. Right. Or they never leave. They, they just complain, and they, they complain, go and to they store bitch, again.
2: and they complain, but they never leave.
3: No. Yeah. So let's talk about micromanaging, because, Ryan, you spoke of it before. Andrew, it sounds like you get micromanaged. I get micromanaged, and I'm a supervisor of an entire department. Now, for the past two years, I was the only head supervisor of my department. As mentioned before in previous podcasts, Corey is my assistant manager, along with three other people who are assistant managers in his position. I would get micromanaged by my old boss, who fortunately, who Chris and I spoke of, and I'm sure Ryan spoke of on previous Job Cast, who was just a total douche. Yeah. the Possibly the worst boss I've ever had, and I've only had two jobs, and he was just a relentless prick. Towards the end when he was leaving, he and I got like, a near shouting match at the front of my store because he just called me out on something that was just so unnecessary to call me out on on a day where it was just overwhelming and I didn't have a staff and I couldn't address the needs of the store. I couldn't get to it because I was just so understaffed and there were people everywhere. Which was every day. Yeah, pretty basically. much. But this <laughs> that's, any, that's, that's the unemployment that's Tuesday. rate is so high. This, yeah. this guy, my old supervisor, came in and just bitched to me of why... And this is something I'm going to get into a little bit. We have a specific sales goal we have to make, but it's not for products; it's for credit cards. We have to sell credit cards in our store. We get we make no commission off of them. We just have to sell them to hit numbers to make it look like our store is a top store as it relates to credit card sales. I have that yeah, in
2: a way. You have no incentive whatsoever. Yeah, to sell and those I've credit complained
3: to no. management. Like, if you want people to care about these, you'd make them commission, and they have said they'll never do it. They'll never make these
2: commissions. You don't think they would fucking try harder if they yeah. were making so some I have sort bri- of incentive?
3: I have to, like a, like a teacher in a kindergarten class, bribe them with candy and tickets, little toys, $5 movies... Any little trinket shit I can give them. They want me to bribe that. Are you serious? And then I've had a woman who I work with said to me last week that she, when I went up to her and said, look, this is our prizes of the day, candy, this and that. And I just go to them just to tell them, look, this is what I have to do. This is your prizes. And then she's like, what am I supposed to do? Tell them that, you know, oh, can you get me, can you sign up for a credit card so I get a candy bar? And I said, look, you're absolutely right, but I... You know what I have to do,
2: right? But do you do you think these cashiers, like an eighteen year old cashier fuck. who's making there's maybe eight dollars an hour, gives women a fuck in their about forties and fifties who work
3: there that don't give a fuck right. that 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 don't they actually don't, they give need less a job? Than a fuck! And it's not them being rude or crude or anything. It's them. They are asking people, but these people weren't making their goals, and I like you have to talk to them in this. How many they want to see? physical paperwork of conversations I've had with them. And I usually just go, here's your uh, credit card score for the week because it gets scored on this. Here's your credit card score. If it's not this goal, just try better. I'm not going to reprimand anybody. I just showed them the numbers because I can't do it as a human being. Because you can't make people say I yes to something they don't want. You can't put a gun to people's head and say you better sell or you can't put a gun to a customer's head right. and say you're going to get a credit card or I'm not going to eat. There's no incentive whatsoever. right? So... I got into an argument with this guy. He's like, how many conversations have you had with this person and this person? I said, look, I don't have any Give paperwork. And he's like, you know, this is why, you know, things aren't running up. You know, I'm leaving soon and you have to make sure because the next person's coming. And I said to him flat out because I was pissed. Like, look, I'm running this department the best I can and I'm doing a pretty damn good job. And He's like, you think that's what I want to hear? I stepped off the floor because I was going to fucking hit him. I, I, I was never so mad at a job in my life where I considered it passed through my head. Like, hit him. he will get fired. And have a criminal record, yeah, Yeah, except for assault and battery. Yeah, but (laughs) Ryan, you've worked with this guy. Oh yeah, and and he's gone, and I don't miss him. So fuck you. I don't think
1: anyone in that store misses him.
3: I wanted to rip (laughs) his
2: chest hairs out every single day (laughs) 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 there, one by one.
1: Ron, you're over there kind of smirking at at the idea of selling credit cards. What were you? I, I saw the gears turning.
0: I, I, I'm not really smirking. You just see the mic in front of my face more like cringing just listening <laughs> to this. I'm like, is it really that? Like, I'm just imagining, how can it be it, that bad? Like, it, This company used to,
3: it used to be not an afterthought, but not a priority where it's like, all right, we're getting people to sign up for credit cards. Our numbers are good. But once they start, like Ryan had the situation where they start making goals bigger and bigger and bigger and more impossible, and you have to sell 120 credit cards a week at bare minimum, People aren't going to do that. I, see, not I because, don't understand. They don't want to because they can't. It's physically impossible. No, that, that that's
0: exactly. Um, that's the thing that I don't understand with what you brought up is that if you have to. First off, we're in a bear market right now. We're, we're, we're our economy is going down. We're not in good, uh, good condition. And you have a company such as the one that you're working for, where they're saying, like, when you start working there, okay, you just have certain goals. If they increase the goals that you have to reach, and they just say, see if you can reach this. And if they offer incentives or not, it's no big deal. But if they're saying reach this goal or else, yeah. that's when there's a problem. Like you can't just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Especially there's, if the economy. They want me to
3: start writing people up yeah. and putting them on notices of if you don't make your goals, we're going to have to fire you.
0: And yeah. I think part of the, to be With honest, no incentive. I think, to be honest, I think part of the reason they're doing this is that, that is so that they can fire people with plausible uh, reasoning. See, let's just say you uh, have somebody who's working – what's minimum wage right now, 7 Yeah, 50 It's somewhere around there.
1: It? It's like $8.25 actually, okay. isn't it? It's like 8 dollars Is it let's really? Just say, I think it is, yeah. Let's yeah. just say yeah.
0: actually, the, f- the 40-year-old women who are working there, they're making more than minimum wage, Correct. It depends on when they
3: started. They hire people at the minimum wage rate, and then they give them shitty raises throughout the years. So it depends yeah. on where they, how many years they've been with the company. Just say they're making ten dollars an hour. S- yes. Right. ten dollars an hour. No, actually, no. They're making like at the most maybe. Nine they f- they max out at a point like nine fifty.
1: You fucking kidding me? Yeah, there's a
3: point as a cashier. If you're in a position long enough with my company, you get tapped out. If you've been there for like ten years, you don't get any more raises.
0: That's, That's crazy. Up not All even right, a so not even a nickel. Okay. So, let's just say they're, they're making 950. <laughs> that means they're making an extra dollar an hour. Whoop de doo. Yeah. Um let's just say you make the goal so impossible that they can never reach it. It gives reason to fire them and then hire somebody new That's at it. minimum wage. That's it. That's the and only – I've heard right. from upper management. They're weeding out. Oh, by the way, have you guys heard about the, the, uh, the form, the, the example that, that McDonald's put out We were going to talk about Ryan and yes. I were talking about that before, we actually. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk – we wanted yeah. to talk about it on the show. Because I brought that
1: up to Ryan before when we were out to lunch this early, and he gave me an answer I didn't expect. Yeah. I thought he was going to be on my side, and he wasn't. Not okay. at all.
2: Go ahead. Well, basically, um, Mc, workers at McDonald's and other fast food chains you know, strike. The, the They leg, went on strike. They went on strike for higher pay. Yeah. And I am completely with them on okay. that. The, the amount of money that those people make and the conditions where they work, where they're on their feet for eight hours a day in dirty, sweaty, hot conditions, dealing with asshole customers, having very unhelpful management. And very, very little advancement opportunity. I think they should be making a lot more money. Okay. Oh, I agree. Most okay. fast food it's places don't pay living wages and I disagree with it and I, I think that they should be making a I lot am, more. Money. Ryan, oh.
3: Before we before we go any further, I am one of the only managers male managers, there's only in like of my amongst my peers who lives on their own, who doesn't live with parents and they're people who are older than me. There are people who are managers similar to me in other departments who are married and have a joint you know a joint bank account with us with a spouse who works for another company. And people who work for cashiers are typically either teenagers or college kids or then there's a difference the of 35, fucking... 40 years old who either are in their 50s yeah, or either retired because they're bored or, or retired yeah. from their their real jobs right. and are just doing this just to have some something to do in retirement. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't, like, there's no quality of life in any spectrum. I mean, I, I, honestly, I live paycheck to paycheck. By the end of two weeks, I have nothing in my account. And it's not reckless, it's, it's bills, it's life. That's the right. way things go. Yeah. You have to eat, you have to pay your bills, you have to get gas in your car, you have to have money, you have to pay for things. And I right. live paycheck to paycheck. And it's nearly impossible to have a single person afford an apart- a a one bedroom apartment on my sal- on my on my wages and I've been there for 8 years.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Ron, what well, you we'll So finish I agree your with
2: Ryan's statement of yeah. it, there's no quality whatsoever. Yeah, there's there's no quality of life in in that industry and
0: uh, it has to change. It does. Andrew, you said that you disagreed with Ryan. I
1: disagreed not in the fact that I don't sympathize with them. I get that. I worked Customer service jobs. I understand what all of them go through with Ryan because Ryan actually worked for one of my competitors when I was in Shoprite. You were in Stop and Shop, right. so we understand almost on the same level. But my whole thing is with McDonald's, Burger King, the fast food uh, industry. No one. It's not a career. It's not a career move. I understand it's right now the economy, like Ron said, is a bear. Where you're just trying to get a job where you can. Things like that. That was the big, and actually, that's one of the big stinks about like the union going after Walmart because Walmart isn't union and they're they're not paying their workers and this that and the other thing. Penn Pen and Teller did the thing on bullshit about mm-hmm. that, about how like at least Walmart's giving them a fucking paycheck. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you're flipping burgers, your entire company. Yeah, but there's this time. It's, it's it's a more tough than
3: economy that. where
2: regardless. Like I I
0: as obviously like, people the other, hate their
2: is, jobs but you can't just quit them but even in this economy um, McDonald's made billions several billion dollars in profit last but I year don't think and they they every get, year
1: cuz like the people are asking for like 15 20 dollars an hour
0: right and uh, i, I you absolutely you can kiss agree my ass that. you do not deserve not that much I, I disagree. Wait, is this
1: the fake list or is this the real list? This
0: is, I believe this is the real list. This is on the, uh, the Atlantic. Yeah, but it's line. also not easy to the, just uh, get Atlanta, another job the market, nowadays. The, the market. The, no, I right. understand
1: that. I, I People understand who graduate college with that.
3: business degrees like me who get in jobs like I have who now. Who get forced into well, shitty
2: jobs because no one in their field is hiring or it, it's just, it's impossible. It's impossible. If I mention marketing on any
3: job interview,
2: it's the kiss of death.
3: That's what I went to school for. And it's all sales now. Right. I can't get into sales because I can't live on
2: just commission only. Right.
3: And I can't do, see that kind of stress with like how and Ryan You, don't, you don't
2: want a quota. I will never work a job where I have any sort of quota yeah. ever again. I can't. Like, I, I had gray hairs already and I'm too fucking young for gray hair. And, and the stress level
3: is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Corey said to me, he's had sleepless nights of just how he's right. going to, you know, get the workers get motivated to get credit cards. And I told him, you can't do that. You can't let yourself get stressed. But at the same time, Ryan, you brought up a point when I mentioned this. is like, yeah, but... You don't understand the scrutiny that right they put us under.
2: It's not simple enough to say, well, you can't let yourself and, get that way. It's, it's, I mean, sometimes Corey you just can't help it. is a position
3: lower if, than I am, but still does the like same he, thing. He does the same thing. and has the same for the amount of part. scrutiny and pressure put on so, him for these types. of situations. what you were situations. basically
1: saying, going back to the McDonald's thing, is that they should get 15 or $20 an hour for a full-time worker who mm-hmm. is not a manager. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna. Now I understand that McDonald's can probably afford that. McDonald's probably, they absolutely can yeah, afford
2: absolutely that. I know they, they can. can.
1: But you know, and I watched this happen in Shoprite, where when the government mandated the increase in minimum wage, when because when I started, uh five fifty was the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Actually, five fifteen, uh, and I started five fifty five. So I thought I was hot shit because mm-hmm. I started above minimum wage. When I left Shoprite six years later, the minimum wage for the the baggers or Grocery because I think they actually got rid of the bagger position mm-hmm. um, was six fifty maybe seven dollars. I watched prices rise in my
2: company. That doesn't matter.
1: What do you mean it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. No how matter, does it not matter, dude? Listen no matter to me. how no, much how
2: people d- get paid, shit is always going to continue to but get more expensive. That, but think and about what's happening.
1: Yeah, you're getting paid more, but shit is also going up in price. Yeah, but so you not making more money. But
2: shit is always going up in price, no matter what. It's always going up in price. Gas is always going up in price. Milk is always going up in price. And it doesn't—it doesn't matter if people get paid more; they'll be able to afford things. But
1: then they're going to bitch more because the shit that they were af- able to right. afford before with a minimum wage job at the original weight, or at least scrape by with it, now it's going to be—it's going—it's literally just transitioning. Oh, look, my paycheck's bigger. Well, but... no, no, no. Hang on a second. That's
0: not Andrews. true. Here's the problem. The the the, the richest. Uh, what is it? The not even the the top one percent. It might be like the top ten percent.
1: Pay two percent of the taxes, and the lowest percent pay ninety nine percent of the taxes. Are you no, using no, that? no.
0: What I was going to say the the amount of money that they actually make, like for for that the, the, like the top ten percent make uh, the, their salary increase has been a ridiculously high number. While if you look at the rates of the middle and lower class, they've pretty much flatlined since like the I think it might even be the early eighties. I don't know the exact time, but essentially, if you look at the value, uh, taking inflation into account, it essentially has not changed at all. Right. So places so like though,
2: Target or Walmart that are, have always been paying $8 an hour, they're still paying $8 an hour, and shit has still gotten more
0: expensive and, regardless. And even, so, even with minimum wage increasing since the mid-80s, the value of that dollar is the same as the value back in the 80s. The, the value of... In other words, they can... They, there's no, there's that no change. Amount. Right. Pretty it's much. Throughout our lives, is.
2: all the shit that we buy is going yeah. to continue get, to get more expensive and if we're not making more money to compensate for that, then we're everyone's fucked. So people should always be making more money. Always. If they... If, and if, if McDonald's has to cut a little more into their profits... Bur- if a burger
1: flipper... Is gonna make fifteen fucking dollars an hour to flip fucking burgers and dunk fries. Then, and by all oils. means,
2: you and I doing other things should be making
0: more money as well. It's not yeah, just absolutely. that. I'm not saying like this is yeah, just the one industry that's the, the being about, unfairly treated. The thing about McDonald's is they pay very poorly. In fact, if you look at the uh, you just looked at it this uh, this this uh, yeah, example the, the average that they had seven seventy two. Right. So they they said that the monthly income the net income. They gave it for a person with two jobs. The first job is, of course, McDonald's. Over
1: 1000 and oh. the other one's nine hundred and ninety nine. dollars right. I saw this. this. And that's, Online, yeah. that's
0: assuming $7.25 an hour. Now, I, um, and this is after tax. So there, and, and you have, and a, keep 24, in mind. You have keep a $24 spending Keep in mind, keep in mind. The this is a 40-hour work week. They have mm-hmm. to work a full uh, eight-hour day to make that McDonald's wage and then still have a second job. And they're showing that the final... Uh, twenty four dollars, twenty seven dollars. Well, well, for I'm daily, sure, there's no overtime at McDonald's either. Does that factor um, in or probably not? Usually, they, they give. They're probably just giving the, you usually great. Th- it this, this is, way. this is they're assuming a forty hour work week. But when if you consider it, most people probably don't work full time at McDonald's. They probably give them only like twenty, maybe thirty hours. Right. Um, but their monthly uh expenses. They do break it out, like mortgage, car payment, and all that other stuff. Their health, I'm um, sorry, the heating, they have a zero dollars on here. Is that the fake one or the real one? This is the real one. Yeah, which no, is, heating, which is heating, not heating, true for heating, anyone. they put zero dollars, and they did not, if you take a look at this, no, no, they did when not I, When even, I mean
1: fake and real, I mean the one that McDonald's provided.
0: The one that McDonald's provided. Okay, that that's what I mean. Okay, right. this is the one that McDonald's provided, the example. When I and, say fake,
1: because I know the one that McDonald's provided is stupid and doesn't. Really add exactly. up. At all.
0: Of course, it's stupid. And they also left out the, uh, the, the um, amount that the, you would have to pay for food. They left out food completely on this thing. And food is expensive. It's yes. yes. incredibly expensive, regardless of whether you're cooking for yourself or if you're buying pre made meals. It's right. expensive. It, it's In fact, other than your rent, it's probably the most expensive thing that you have on your list in order to yeah. survive, just basic survival. And, and you know, it's
2: some, for some people, McDonald's or Burger King or wherever else is a career. Some yeah. people do want to just do that and move up and become a manager or maybe own their own st- uh, store if it's a mm. franchise. So some people, it, it is a career for them. It's not yeah. always just like sixteen-year-old kids working their and first the job.
3: Ladder of success doesn't really go up that quickly anymore. People could be there for right. twenty, thirty years and yeah. still yeah. Not and just be a never manager. get promoted.
2: Yeah. You know, but yeah. the pe- people everyone guy should forever. be making more money. I mean, none of us are economists here. And I can't even pretend to understand how complicated all of this is. But, I mean, everyone sees a very simple thing that stuff keeps getting more expensive and nobody's making more money. So, I mean, that's that's what it's come down to. Every single day and every single month and every year, everything just keeps getting more expensive. And my wage is not going up and neither is yours and neither is yours. So, if it is, then so be it. Stuff's always going to get more expensive. We should be making more money continually to compensate for that. Because it's never going to stop. Stuff's never going to get cheaper, ever.
3: If I was making never. $5 more an hour, I'd shut my mouth. I, I'd be like, right. all right, you know what? i deal with the bullshit, whatever. It's better money than I'm making yeah. elsewhere. But More money, money makes happier workers in yeah. the
2: vast majority of cases. You deal with it. You're more able to tolerate bullshit. You, you want to work harder. There's more incentive for you to do your job correctly. I, I guess yeah, I, Less money makes people not I just, I I just, I just there, don't there, also
3: so. know with some of these companies where... The priorities lie with budgeting, like with advertising and with giving back to communities. Look, I get it, the whole giving back community thing is great. But why not pay the people who come in every single day to make your company run instead of doing and give some benefit to them as opposed to your local schoolhouse? Or well, that, your local, I, that I
1: can sort of agree with because that's the big the big slogan with my company, as Jack was talking about before, where like his company has this slogan, this culture and bullshit like that. That's my yeah. I mean, it's an ideal slogan, I, thing, but realistically,
3: be, the people who you should be taking care of first are the people who are there every day to the bust company, their ass. My, right. my
1: company says they're, they're going to try and focus on the people that – uh, and I've seen more advertisers for
3: your company more recently you know how much than in years. Those? How much? Forty million dollars
1: a commercial to run them yeah. at night. And I if say they, that to the customers too, because because my company has a jingle, just like most of the mm-hmm. other companies nowadays. Um, if you see my, you know, they'll know the jingle, and customers will sing that to me. And I say, to them, like, that's forty million dollars that they spend on that company that right. I don't get in my pocket.
0: You know, it's weird. Like you're talking about the the, the whole credit card sales. Hey, you have to sell these credit cards, and then you have to sell more and more every time, or.
3: Yeah, you um, have to make a certain number every day, no matter what, and you don't see a damn dime for it.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of uh, you guys know Amway International. Yes, yeah,
1: the triangle scheme.
0: The, yeah, the pyramid scheme. The um, mean, it's legal, me, but it is. Yeah, so I I had uh this friend that I knew years ago, and she. Uh, in fact, Andrew, I think this was even before you got your job. Remember when you you were uh, on unemployment and uh, looking, how I told you I had a friend who said they had a job opportunity, like they asked me if I like uh, they sent me a message on Facebook, how are you doing and mm. by the way, do you know somebody who's looking for a job? And uh I think this was this around the time that I already had my and I told, and you said check out this meeting and, and let me know how it goes. So I <laughs> went and that's what it was. It was an Amway it, it was meeting. An Amway meeting. I had no idea. Like I didn't. It didn't say anything about Amway. It was just I a... just showed up. I was like, "Oh, we can hang out and, and yeah, just be yeah, yeah. with this." And suddenly, I see, "Holy crap! These people are." It, it was a cult. That was the very like. I wasn't there for three seconds. I opened the door before the door even closed. I immediately thought to myself, "Cult."
1: Oh, this is the same way. Um, when I uh, right before I got fired from the the property maintenance shop I had mm-hmm. I went to what uh, uh, Robert Kiyosaki who wrote the book Rich Dad Poor Dad mm-hmm. um, a meeting for that and I thought I was going to a meeting now I knew Robert wasn't going to be there because mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's obviously another scheme it's a land scheme um, it's buying up property and stuff like that but I thought maybe i get some good information there no it was a sit down buy my book listen to me I know what I'm talking about because I'm already rich
0: you know well this it wasn't the point I wanted to make with Amway but yeah what, what you're saying is essentially uh, the guy the whole point of a a business that he was supposed to to show how you're supposed to make money, and everything. No, the whole thing was, hey, look, I'm rich. I'm making money and I'm doing it through my online business. And he's like, okay, you got to bring people into this business and here's how it works. You bring a couple of people in and then they they bring bring a couple of people in and for every person you bring in, you get a little commission off of their sales, and, and I make money those off of make, all of you, right? And, and, and that's pretty much how it works. But the yeah, thing right. is, like, if you look at the numbers, let's just say I think he used an example of ten people. If you bring ten people in, and those people bring ten people in, okay, so that's a hundred people, and then those people bring ten people in,
1: thousand, and just keeps and going keep exponentially, up, right? And in other
0: words, they're going. He's showing how in very after bringing in very few people, you can end up making a huge commission. Uh-huh. But the thing is, after the first. 10 people bring in 10 people, and then the next group of, they bring in another 10 people, and they bring another 10 people, and they bring another 10 people. You're going to reach like 10 billion people after like, you know, seven or eight. The math um, gets screwy. Yeah, it's it's unrealistic. There's not even 10 billion people (laughs) in the world. Exactly. (laughs) And the thing is. As soon How? as babies
1: are born, bring them into the company. Exactly, yeah. but the thing <laughs> is, <them> out. <laughs>
0: even if you could keep this going, you could only probably do like two people to bring in another two people to bring in another two people, and and that'll have to happen like once a month for like ten years or so, and then after that, you're out of people. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just throwing numbers out. Right. But, but so the, the math fact is, is bullshit. The math is bullshit, and what you're saying with having to sell more and more credit cards, eventually, the only people who are going to the stores really are the locals who yeah. already know all this crap. And that's How and everybody many... in my
3: store saying we're not gonna have any more people for free... your credit yeah. cards. Exactly. To, right?
0: Like <laughs> what are your the higher ups doing for you? L- but like, they're but they're the... saying
3: no, there'll be more. There's always you know, there's always more people coming in.
0: Yeah, give another fifteen years for the next generation to yeah. Yeah. fucking pop. So out we're open to
2: a credit card with 22% <laughs> <laughs> twenty two percent interest 29. 22 percent Twenty two
0: percent
3: interest. There is no fucking benefit. Oh, you save a couple of five percent. Yeah.
2: Yeah, which, which unless you're What's buying a TV, if, if you
1: use the credit card that. Jack's company offers you save that much percent on if you on buy from that yeah. company.
3: My credit card. They, we have a debit card also, but the problem with the debit card is the problem I've run into is it takes six days to get out of my bank account. I think, it's that's, just, I think that's just. I think that's
2: just because you have a fake bank, though, Jack. I have a real bank. It's in Mammoth and Ocean County. <laughs> Barely. You have a fake bank. That's a fake bank. Get a big
3: bank. <laughs> yeah. You know, a big, a big boy bank. Big boy bank. Anyway. Where they have real money. <laughs>
1: Where but, they <laughs> invest in things yeah. and screw you over other ways. We <laughs> invest
3: in things. <laughs> where they don't have a, a vault full of Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> I have a real bank, you dick.
2: <laughs> anyway, You're yes, dick. 22% interest. Right. yeah. yeah. Bend over tw- and
1: take it. I was in a 29%. From, I think, your, I mean, from your competitor. To be
2: fair, most credit cards are up that high. Oh, NBA yeah. These days, it it so. sucks. So it's not just them. I'm a credit s- manager. Are you kidding me?
1: I don't have credit cards right now. I have nothing. I have my debit card. You from my better card. Like, I had <laughs> oh, to I cancel
2: that particular card, and I, I'll never reopen it because I don't need it. I, like, I have another credit I'm card. I'm about to pay it is. off,
3: and I'm not going to use it for anything other than Netflix. So $7 mm. a month. That's it.
1: Mm. No, I get it. Because no, that is ridiculous, it's, it's right? That's awful. Yeah. 22 fucking percent. I had a 29. Yeah. So people who I've already have, have
2: any given person that you're going to ask for this card already has multiple credit cards. Mm-hmm. So why are they going to open up another one? Just to save 5%. Most major credit cards will offer you points back on, on shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of them are 1% back on purchases or, miles or 5% or back or I miles. The whole or get no I'm going to yes. use my
3: regular credit yeah. card so I can get some money back. I'm like oh absolutely right. do it. Well, enough about me and the horror I've gone through and not being able to enjoy holiday seasons anymore. Ron, tell us about your job, please.
0: Well, uh, I like my job. It's pretty good. Um, must be Shangri-La, then. Um, well, he doesn't have to deal with customers. Actually, yeah, I do have to deal with customers. It's just a different customer. Um, all right, all right. Not, not shoppers, per se. Not 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 like... Yeah, not those kind of customers. No, I do deal customers. With, not traditional customers, but I do deal with people who, um, even though they're not purchasing for themselves, they have uh, schedules to keep and they do try and keep on top of things. Um, you get a call from uh, or an email from, say, a, 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 a squadron or a fleet or a, a, a captain or something. P.S.
1: Ron works for the government.
0: Yes, Yes. this has been established. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, like, they'll get back to you asking you about a, a certain tool that they're looking for parts for that seem to be obsolete or they can't find or they need, uh, let's just say they can't find a manual for something and I need to find the information for them or uh, they're looking for a, a specialized tool that they can't purchase in stores and they need to go through us to purchase them. Uh, I need to find the drawings or find out who, which company was the ones that, that originally built it, if they're still around or if the part's obsolete, what it was replaced with. <clears throat> And uh, the thing about the government is, it's very slow. Hurry up and wait. Yeah, that's the saying, and it actually does apply because. Because um, you get there's... so
1: much done, then you gotta wait for shipping times, or.
0: Well, no, no, not not just shipping times. I'm talking about actually getting a like a finding the company and getting a quote, and then going through the proper channels to get everything set to pay for uh, said part. So there are like guidelines in terms of how much you pay. Like what? Like how much you're gonna? Is pay there a for... quota or something like that? No, no, not, not a, a quota. Like, let's just say that you're purchasing. <clears throat> you're given funding. Okay. You're given a certain amount of money to spend on, say, tools. Another okay. set for, for salaries. Another set of a uh, 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 bunch of money for travel. Um, for the money for tools, let's just say you want to purchase uh, a piece of equipment that's under three thousand dollars after shipping. You can just pay with a credit card. You go through the the credit card payment method, which you, is don't you need filled. a PO. Uh, you, you do. It's you don't need the the same kind of purchase order. You uh, have certain paperwork to fill out to get the proper you know part, and then you you just pay with a credit card, and then it's shipped. Uh, basically, you get, you have to provide a quote, this paperwork, and a a credit card chargeable object, and then they ship whatever it is to wherever you say it needs to go. If it's over three thousand dollars, <throat> you need to do something. Like depending if it's a sole source, if you can only get the equipment from one. A company, or if it's something that you can get from more than one company, or you don't have a company, you have to go uh, competitive, where companies compete. That takes a long time.
1: Yeah, um, so you have to see, every company has to see the quote that the other company gave. No. Oh, they don't no, outbid no, no. each other?
0: Here, here's how it works. It's you, you go out there with a statement of work, basically a list of requirements, and, and it's like a, a very official document, and yeah. you have to write it up yourself. Some of them, if it's a small piece of equipment that's just expensive, it could be two, three pages long. What? Yes.
1: Really? Even uh, it, like you need a motor? Yes. <laughs> if, it's, if
0: it's over $3,000, you need to go through writing a statement of work. And it has to be specific to, like, it has to, like, for example, let's just say you need, I'm going to make something up. Let's just say you need a cart. Okay. Uh, but it has to have, say, casters on it, and it has to fit within a certain area. You have to give the dimension it fits in. You have to have the casters. You have to say the casters are removable. Um. You have to say, uh, in every single be,
1: specification you could think of. This is
0: the steel that it must be able to, uh, it has to be this type of steel or equivalent because it needs to withstand, you know, X amount of weight, weight on it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm just, you know, throwing Basic, out numbers. Yeah, know, and examples. But still. But that's essentially what you have to do. You have to be specific in that case because if you're not specific and you purchase something that doesn't work, guess what? You just spent a lot of money on something that doesn't work, and the company will just say, Oh, well, you didn't specify.
1: So you are basically wow. writing a not so much a waiver but uh something
0: that instructions yeah, on how to build
1: essentially, it essentially cuz then if and if you if, buy it, something that's you're pretty much so giving specific
0: them a written ve- uh, version of the blueprints.
1: Yeah, like if you because that way if you buy something so specific and it fails, then you can turn around and say to that company, listen, yeah.
0: but but the thing is it's not just that. Um you give these uh, general specifications, like it has to fit in a certain area for storage. The casters have to come off so that it doesn't roll around, and it has to be made to withstand this much pressure. And you know, let's just say you're going to, to sea with the item; it has to be able to withstand. Uh, it has to be painted with a certain coating yeah, and, the, and such. Yeah, waterproof
1: or saline proof or whatever. Yeah.
0: So as long as it fits those require, at least those requirements, even if it's better, that's good. And you send this out, and then you get a couple of uh, like several bids from different companies, or if there's only one company, then you get. That bid. Yeah, that bid. <laughs> You're pretty much getting... Yeah, and, and um, so after you get these bids, then you have to go over each individual bid separately and determine which one is – they have a certain method of, of grading them. Okay. And then you grade them. You're not always the one grading. It could be another engineer that's grading. Um, okay. But basically, that's pretty much it. And then after you grade them, you decide – This is the company we're going for? Yeah. You, you don't decide. I think it's contra- – uh, they have a contracting office that writes up the contract – as an agreement between the company and the government on how it's going to be built, uh, when it's going to be uh, shipped, and it's very, very specific. It takes several weeks. At it least, sounds like it's like six paperwork. Yes, you you have something. You have a few weeks to for the bid to go out. You have a few weeks to review the bid, and you have a few weeks for contracts to go out. And once it's signed, that's when the production starts. And then it could take, you know, it could be if it's on the shelf and uh, an item that's on the shelf that just needs to be shipped, it'll take two weeks to ship them. If it's not, then it could take six to eight weeks just to receive the yeah, item. Yeah, to be built. Or, or send in send fact, numbers. there's one piece of equipment we just did, and it's 14 weeks after being verified and contract assigned and everything. <laughs> and you need to take the, all of this into account. So you're t- let's just say, so. in other words, it'll take a total of, say, 20 weeks. So almost half a year. Before
1: you get this item. Yes. Wow. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. Wow. And then
0: and <laughs> it, it, it's a little t- I find that it's a little tough because you have to remember all of these things because Oh, uh, 22
1: am, weeks later you're like, what the fuck did we need exa- this for?
0: Exactly. So, so you have to make sure that there are labels, you know where it's going and I have in my uh li- like my 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 emails, I have everything uh ordered by part number and where it goes, but but the thing is there's so much going on that you don't always remember. You have to go back and re- review and it can be tough sometimes. Right? It can be very confusing.
1: Yeah, if you're not organized. Yeah. That's just um retarded amount of numbers. Yeah, and,
0: and I mean, when I first started I wasn't that organized. I didn't quite understand how it worked. And even now, I still have uh, some issues with it. But I'm getting a lot better. And I am doing oh, much better than when I originally started. started. Yeah. Still, it's, it's always going to be a process. Because, I mean, not everything... Sometimes we have multiple orders from different parts. And you need to have them all organized properly. So multiple
1: so- companies <laughs> be working on this one particular thing you need. Yeah, because either multiple companies or one has... company
0: supplying multiple parts, and so you have to keep track of each and every one, and they're not always going to be delivered at the same time. So you could be working on, say, five or six projects at once. Uh-huh. One can be finished after a week. Another one can be finished after six months. Another one could be finished after a year and a half. Not many take a year and a half. But, but still, but I can you I wait for parts issue. to come
1: in because company X needs to build this part and it's going to take 14 weeks to come back. And your stu- that's all you're waiting on. Whereas Company B has already sent you all the parts for whatever that project is. and You're done.
0: Yeah, logistics. It, 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 yeah, it's logistics, and I mean it. It, it is a bit tough because you have to keep track of everything. But I mean, when it works out, it works out. <laughs> it just right. takes a while. So um, what are you talking about? Selling cards? <laughs> you want to bitch about fucking that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> selling cards. <laughs> selling credit cards. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, I'd rather do what Ron is doing. Believe me, <laughs> it sounds more interesting. It's uh well. It depends on, on on some things are more interesting, some are uh, some things are fewer, uh, less interesting. But I mean, you know, the job is a job. You have to get it done. Um, That's true. But there are there are other perks. Like when we finally, when I manage to get something done, and get it out of the way. It does take a while, but it, it is rewarding. The only real problems I have, even when I finish a job, is that I don't get really a chance to see it because you're like, not the one building it. I'm not mm, the one right. building it. Well, sometimes. Well, I'm not the one building it. Like. Physically. physically building yeah. but i mean sometimes i get to see it if it's work done in work yeah, i get a chance to go and see and verify that it works and it's, it's really cool i can say you know i did that uh, other times i'll get like a phone call and, and they ask me you know to, to find a company that's doing this thing and they take care of the rest so i'll give them the information and it, it's a lot of times we get different uh requests for pieces of equipment that i really don't know anything about because it's you know the first time i've heard about it because there are there are hundreds there, there are Thousands of pieces of equipment, so I have to like do my research and find out what it's used for, find out where it's been used, and such. It can be nerve wracking at times because you don't always have an answer for them right away, and and they get impatient. With oh, of course, That's I am just... the engineer, but I mean. Just because I'm an engineer doesn't mean I know everything about mechanical engineering. You, you you show me a car engine. I can't really tell you the first thing. I can tell you how to change the oil, and that's just... <laughs> you won't know because, how to do spark plugs and wires and then go change a yeah. fucking... So, like, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, when I was in school, I I learned math. I learned science. I learned theories. I, I learned... I didn't learn with numbers. Practicality. I, learned, I did not learn practicality at all. Mm. I learned theory. I I mean, I... Learned Bernoulli's equation. I learned, um, you know, Newton's three laws. I, I learned the like vibrations. I learned about the equations of how how to express something that's vibrating using value variables, not mm. num not actual numbers and examples. Mm. So and, and we never to really see an engine to see how never, a jet engine is put together and it, and is I've actually shown. Never, I've never actually seen. I've seen the parts of the engine. I've seen it take like in mm-hmm. parts, but I've never really. I did get a chance, actually, watch to the look, me- watch the mechanics, put it together, and fire it up. I did get my hands on one. There, there is a course where, at GE where they show you a little bit, and you get a little taste of it. But, I mean, I think if they had something like that, like several of those courses dedicated for each part, for all jobs, not just that one, but for, for, for mechanics. Like, I, I know in school, in, in high school, they even had a, a machine shop, a, a mm-hmm. shop. You know, wood shop and a car shop and everything. A yeah. car shop. Right. I would love to have something like that for my job. I mean, we only had one course that I happened to go to, and it was awesome. It was awesome, but we only just touched the surface to get a basic understanding, and it was so long ago that I don't even remember most of the stuff, and I barely really deal with.
1: I'll agree with you there, in the, as much in the fact where it's like I'm physical with all my work, like yeah. I if I. If something something breaks, I know I can go back to my manager and be like, yeah, this pin that goes here on this model car broke on me. Can we get another one in? And he'll know what what I'm talking about because he's done the job, too. Yeah, exactly. And, I
0: mean, for me, I I can't really do that. I have a lot of trouble because – You're just just looking
1: at a book saying I need
0: part A, C5. And it's telling me about certain certain – not specs – uh, about certain uh, protocol that it needs to follow, like this type of steel has to be SAE, you know, whatever, 1010 steel or or whatever. And I mean, I, I have a basic understanding because I've dealt with stuff like that a lot, but I don't, when I first started at least, I didn't really have much of an idea, and, and it does take time because I never really had hands-on experience. I mean, there's one guy, he... um I don't work under him. I just happen to to work in the same area as he does in the same branch. And, uh, you know, if it's anything dealing with, uh, uh, like, certain screws, nuts, bolts, like, you're looking for certain specs, he's the guy to talk to because he always deals with it all the time. And it's amazing just listening to him explain the differences. And, and, I mean, I'd love to be able to know the difference between those, but I almost never really deal with those. I, I can... I can look at the drawings, and I can see the the ones that they're looking for, and I'm trying to find something that's similar. I'd have to look it up. I can't just know the way he does right? because he just has the experience. And the thing is, I don't think he had any hands-on experience, and that just boggles my mind. I'd love to just – if someone sends me an email talking about a certain piece of equipment, it would be so much easier if they sent me a picture of the piece of equipment or or rather than having to read a manual of how the equipment is used to actually – like see it being used or mm-hmm. actually getting my hands on it, it would be such a a it better make your job a lot easier. Yeah, it's make it a lot easier, better to understand, mm-hmm. uh, and also more motiv- motivating because I mean, you're told okay, uh, I I need you to figure out uh, why this piece of machinery bro- broke when we perform tax, tasks X, Y, and Z, and you have to look it up and you have to read through say ten pages of instructions on how to and and it's it's broken down very very Specific on okay, take bolt X out, put bolt Y in, and uh, turn this here, turn that there, and it's it's very very specific instructions, step by step. You have to follow each step exactly as it says it because it says very specifically how to do it. And I mean, you have to keep flipping back and forth to a picture of a piece of machinery if, if you have that, and it's it's mundane. It's 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 pretty. (laughs) <laughs> time-consuming, it's tedious. Very tedious. Yeah, yeah and, the I mean, you got to do it. Right. And uh, it, it can be tough sometimes.
3: Well, Ryan, you've got your future planned out pretty much in the meantime. I guess. Uh, your unemployment, <laughs> or you have an idea of your future, so explain, yeah. and it seems... You seem like you're Peter Gibbons, like you're, you've modeled... Your, he like, wishes he was Peter <laughs> Gibbons. You've modeled well, your entire yeah. work career after Peter Gibbons. I, and I it's have. It's finally paid off.
2: And honestly, like, that character had me hating work before I even had my first job. So <laughs> <laughs> to d- to Every day yeah, is a little you, you worse than the day before. You were kind of
3: younger. Like, you were way too young to see Clerks in Office Space, where no, it just I just ruined I, you. Yeah,
2: I saw Clerks, too, and, like, Dante in that movie and Peter Gibbons, they... Had, way too young I had to a terrible that. attitude toward work before I even started working, so thanks for that, guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kevin. But Tush. Yeah. <laughs> But I decided to go back to school. Um, I'm going to be going to Brookdale uh, Community College and uh, pursue a, a degree in basically IT. So, so he does to get bitched at
1: by customers. He gets to be bitched at by middle management who don't know how to use computers. Right.
2: I want to just fix computers for people who don't know what they're doing and... You know, then just watch YouTube for like another six hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in his box no,
0: shorts from yeah. from his
1: home because he doesn't have to actually go to work. He can just sit there and go into a fucking right. program where he hacks you into a
0: fucking in remote into your computer. I, I, and, I picture Taggart being the guy on Saturday Night Live, the Jimmy Fallon character. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, you're, yeah. you're yeah. welcome. Move over here. You got to <laughs> go over here. You got to go <laughs> go <here>, <laughs> click this button. Move, move.
2: move. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're welcome. But yeah, like I, I talked to a lot of IT guys when I was at, at my last job, and it seems like what they do is, is pretty fun. You know, they get to hook up computers and do you network security, and you know what, but as far as today's society, it's one of the only things that's useful, as, yeah. as far as I can tell. Well, I mean, your, the IT field is blowing up right now. It always has it's, been. It's, it's been crazy. blowing up
1: ever since
3: the fucking internet
1: happened. Right. Yeah. But like even now, as far as like the, the like,
2: revenue that that field brings in... I mean, they, they need people who, who can set up networks and maintain security and, yeah. and stuff like that. It's, it's And no it's offense a big to thing. your
3: other degree, but this is more useful. Oh, it's fucking useless.
2: <laughs> that was an $80,000 piece of paper that I wasn't even worth wiping with.
0: What, uh, uh, what, um, for IT, how long do you have to, to study for that one?
2: Basically, right now, I'm just going for an associate's degree.
0: So okay. as far as I That's know, it's sh- like 11 classes,
2: so I can get that done in a couple of years. Okay, so, so yeah, two years.
0: Right. So it was like, uh, how many credits?
2: Uh, it's thirty something credits. Okay. Assuming I don't have to take any of the gen ed bullshit, which I'm under the impression I don't, based on what they, the, they the counselors told me. Because of can
0: you can you take like twelve credits a semester? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, so, so I can, can take as many like classes as I can, I can fit in. So. Yeah, yeah. Do some but I mean, course. eventually, yes. I I'm Maybe on unemployment year, you right you really now, yeah.
2: so I but come January, I have to find a full time job somewhere because unemployment is going to run out. And as far as I've been told, there will be no more extensions. Given by the federal government. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do have to find a full time job and go back to school. So yeah, you don't want to I'm going to have to stretch it out yeah. as, as far as the schooling is concerned, but I'll get it done.
3: My place yeah. is hiring if you want to push I'm
2: just kidding <laughs> uh, Jack I will I will punch you where you stand but I, I can I can never do what I was doing again oh, the, the yeah. retail when, thing I'm, I'm done with it don't think we let you
3: do that again
2: like I I swear up and down that I like I if can't. you want to
3: start sucking dick
1: and
0: I would rather that, at this point you, honestly, doing that I would and rather. selling stuff staggered. like Ryan just you close were, your eyes and take it you were, you were it. for a cashier uh, a cashier for a while for a supermarket right when I was a kid and didn't you pass out once yeah, you passed uh, out the register. That was more Did than you, once, like, but yeah, there was one time that was more, more than memorable. Once? Oh yeah. Oh my God, I had no idea. Yeah. I knew I knew. He stood
1: wrong. He stood in the same place for too long.
2: No, no, I was uh, that was I was getting sick. I was in the. Oh, okay. I was in the beginning stages sick. of getting very sick. I I was out of school and work for like two or three weeks see, after <laughs> that incident. So some there were that was the trigger
0: for. Yeah, I don't some understand kind of something. Illness. Why don't they let people sit down at the cash registers? Because that if you go if you go to other countries, you'll see. Everybody sitting down. Now, like, my company, in Israel, they they actually have the dems the, the, that yeah. they're like if they're sitting down
3: then you're in trouble. Like I'll get written up. Yeah, that, my employees are For t-
2: some reason, Americans think that it's a respect thing that if the customer's standing up, you should be standing up. And who fucking cares? Who cares? All I know is this: if by back to school was this bad, and back
3: to school is the second busiest month of the year. And I've really grown an intolerance for children. I don't know how pedophiles do it, but but I fucking hate kids. I hate the sounds of their little fucking sandals slapping on the ground as they run through my fucking aisles, tearing my lanes up and being just fucking annoying and crying and climbing all over carts. I fucking hate kids. If this is this bad, I'm not going to make it till Christmas. I'm going
2: to. You've said that every year for the last four years. I know. But (laughs) like I've
3: said, it's not easy to find another job. And believe me,. New slash I've been looking and I've mm. been trying, and it's just not easy because I don't want to do the same thing. I can't go right. to the same another place that does the same thing. No, same. De- uh, Chris said it one, to me, one time to me: "Same hell, different devil." Right, and that's essentially I can't do it. And it's not like I'm trying. Oh, I Believe me, I'm looking, but it's just it's impossible nowadays to find something different. And mm. I mean, I'd rather sell crack cocaine nowadays I think it's more of a booming industry than I retail tried, I, I tried <laughs> to get you into the,
2: into the drug game and you refused I Jack. mean
3: I just started watching Breaking Bad and you know yeah. what Ron's I, I our scientist we could probably do <laughs> this right Ron Ron doesn't do chemistry
2: I, I asked you to go I, I into need, business with me and I need you're like cancer nah. first.
0: <laughs> Okay. I need cancer first we I need, need help a reason. with that. <laughs> and
2: only then will you sell meth <laughs>
1: He has to lose his hair and yeah. be married
2: and, uh, wait.
0: Grow a
1: goatee. Coincidentally,
3: there's a radiation uh, factory somewhere. in <laughs> New Jersey. <Right. laughs> just go up
1: north for a little bit. No, just go down south to Weartown. There's a fucking power plant down there. Right. Just yeah. dip br- your
3: finger in the green drink, water.
1: Drink the water.
2: What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck?
3: <laughs> if you come back like the Incredible Hulk, you've gone too far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, crack cocaine seems like a more booming industry. Than and on that note, credit cards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Yeah,
3: I think we're done here. I, so, I,
0: yeah, I kids really don't do crack. This I, is I going
3: to a very dark place.
1: I don't want to yeah. be associated
0: with you guys on this podcast right now. <laughs> Ron is no longer a contributing member because
1: of Jack's crack addiction. Yeah, <laughs> tore us uh, apart. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but seriously, NSA's got is all up in that shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway,
1: they're listening right now as we're recording. I'm not really selling even, crack. A, a, yeah. I didn't even edit this. But you
2: work a retail job, and you tell me you don't want to snort something. (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah, have shit. you ever worked in retail? I pose this question to you.
0: <laughs> then you don't. You don't understand. Like, I'm seriously waiting for like a piece of toilet paper to fall, like a whole roll of toilet paper to fall through the cracks of the roof, and some guy just in a suit is like, "Hey, you guys think you can hand that back to me?" Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Carry on. <laughs> you see a little microphone come down from through the ceiling. <laughs> uh, that's not
1: a spider, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the the raccoon was a spy.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. Well, on that note, I think you've heard enough bitching out of Jack, really,
0: because he did the most talking this episode. Uh, This is Andrew. This is Jack. This is Ryan. And this is Ron. And this has been another exciting episode of The Only Podcast That Matters.